0: Hmm.
1: Recorded live.
2: The conference is now in silent mode. You are unmuted. Let take pictures. Uh, Manuel, what state do you live in?
3: California.
2: California. Do you know the laws about drones?
3: I thought they were illegal.
2: Well, why don't you look them up? Uh, Google uh, uh, harassment laws, drone harassment laws in California. See if they've passed anything.
3: Okay, thank you.
2: Okay, and if they have, uh, get write down the law, the, the where it is in the charter, uh, when it was passed, and uh, one line about what it says. And if you have rights that are being violated, get some evidence and uh, call the police.
4: Mm-hmm. It, who else
2: do you call, you know? Now, there is, it, it, if, uh, there's a whole thing about shooting them down. I mean, if they're following you and all over the place and everything, and you swat them down is one thing. If they're not on your property, you cannot shoot at it. I know something like that. So look up the laws and see if, there's, if he is violating anything specifically.
3: Well, I was just wondering because uh, I, I watched on uh, CNN, and uh, what they did is they uh, put a, uh, a gun on a drone, and they're going around shooting it.
2: Now, not too many people are going to do that. Do you have your neighbor's name?
3: Can you no, get it? I, I, no, he, there's a bunch of them go over there. So, you know, I don't know if it's actually him or if he got someone coming over bringing it, you know?
2: hmm
3: The but do they go
2: on your property?
3: No, no. They they just, uh, when I go outside, uh, when I'm standing on the street, uh, uh, I'll look up and there'll be that drone sitting there looking at me.
1: Why can't you take a picture hmm. of Yeah,
3: I thought about that, but then, you know, they always slide away because I tell them it's illegal to what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Look up the laws.
3: Yeah, because I I thought it was illegal, because they they were saying uh, you have to have uh, a fly pattern for them, and uh, you weren't allowed to use them as, like, uh, cameras on people. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Was it FTC or FCC? One of those organizations covers drones. Find out which one and call... And call up N C Huh?
3: I think it's FCC.
2: Okay, call them and find out what the situation is with drones. Because, you know, the laws are way behind the technology. But enough people are getting disturbed by them. In my neighborhood group, they complain about them all the time. Uh, That, you know, uh, people are getting them and they're flying them all over and they're very upset. So I'm sure there's some legislation, but see if there's anything that's passed.
3: Well, I, I know they were, like, causing accidents and a bunch of other stuff, and they, I thought they... Well, yeah, uh, the, the
2: minute they hit a plane, you know, it's going to be all over.
3: They already but, have.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, uh, big time. Yeah, they're going to be a nuisance, and they're going to be twenty, fifty thousand 50,000 more drones in about a year so. You no know, I this stuff. I just looked up the uh, c a code of laws
1: and it says, um, <clears throat> basically if you if a person flies a drone over your property um it's it's trespassing and well it it's like trespassing, but it's a different charge um I'm not sure exactly what they would be charged with, but it's legal to do and uh you can take that uh <clears throat> this is civil law, so you'll have to take it to a civil court to get them to stop." Um, so, you know, there you go. They can't do it. So, if they fly it over your property, then you can take them to court. Prove that they're doing it and then take them to court.
3: Okay, thank you. I hope yeah, that was. That's why they probably, uh, Yeah, get a picture.
2: Uh, get pictures every day or, you know, make sure your camera is set at the exact time and date. Check it because they always change my camera to two thousand thirty eight or something which nullifies the pictures So always check your date on all your phones and your cameras every day and your computer and uh... Um, yeah. take a picture if they do it in the morning and the afternoon and they take pictures three three whatever you can get sequentially and just sh- it's harassment right. So you will have trespassing maybe and harassment
3: yeah that's that's why when i tell them it's illegal that's why they fly it away yeah,
2: well, make sure with the laws. You have to go read the laws.
1: Yes, yeah, so well, I, people, thought I heard some of these that. people uh, are really vicious and, you know, if you can do it, by all means, get your evidence and get them convicted, You're more than better.
3: Right. Well, uh, I thought I heard a, a while back that it was illegal. That's, that's why I keep telling them it's illegal.
2: Yeah, um, down here in Mobile, a lot of people are starting to get in trouble for flying drones because on the news, I've seen a thing on the news where, like, uh, they're wanting people to stop flying the drones around here, and they were, like, uh, like, complaining about it, and they were trying to prosecute people for flying them.
3: Right. That's that's what I've seen, too. It was a while back.
2: So, yeah, so get get your evidence together. Get everything together, and then uh, check with the, the state and the FCC. Call the attorney general of the state, Camilla Harris. To get to her office. And see what's going on with drones, and then get some new, get get some um, dates on the laws or dates passed or whatever, and uh, the specific law, and then get your pictures, build a case, build a yeah, case.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just weird having something uh, sitting there looking at you, and it's got a big camera yeah, on, it sure is. on the front. <laughs>
2: Take a picture of a big erect you-know-what and put it right in the window. Who knows? I don't know.
3: (laughs) Hey, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, Meryl. You're welcome.
2: So if anyone's
1: on the call and... uh, if you're interested in getting another scan if you're, if you're interested in getting a scan, because I know um that um James said she'd already had one uh, she's just in the chat um if you want another one uh, or you want to get you want to get one for the first i mean you know, um get together, find out where your nearest f s c h s support group is, and within the next few months we'll um be trying to have a sent out support group. And if uh, you can't make it to one, um, whenever they get to the one near you, hopefully we'll find someone that can get out to you. Um, but we should be getting started pretty soon. Um, we only have one right now, so it's going to be kind of slow. <clears throat> but whenever we get more fun, um, things should speed up a little bit more. So I'm looking that forward to it. That sounds great, Nero. Mm-hmm.
2: They had the Los Angeles support group me- meeting today. Oh yeah. What? I couldn't go. I mean, I can't. I cannot do that drive. Oh. And my car is acting up. I have to take, you know, put it in the shop tomorrow. Yeah. So they don't know. They can't find what's wrong with it. I know what's wrong with it, but I can't drive it with what they do to me. It's just terrible. So I can't go down to Huntington Beach. But we'll find out what happened. You know. <clears throat> I'd really like to get it
1: out to the larger support groups, too, um, just because, you know, that's even more evidence we can get a hold of those and get it quicker. Um, but uh, I think, I don't know. I'm trying to think who all is down in
2: California. Isn't John Hall and some other people? I can't remember. Well, John Hall is in San Antonio, but he went to the Arizona. Arizona seems to have the best turnout for their support groups. We'll find out today. I mean, in Los Angeles, they'll have, uh, you know, 100 RSVPs, and only 20 will show up. It's kind of strange. People get scared or tired or, or turned off or microwaved or something so they don't come. But we'll see. Ask Erica tomorrow night um, how many, you know, he should, I think he was there. He usually shows up there. Find out um, how it went. Yeah, also
1: find out who, which one, which ones are the biggest and most active, so I know which ones to try to get first, hopefully.
2: Well, this is Melinda. I think I'm going to say goodnight. Um, I hope Linda comes back and tells, you know, what's going on. And I hope she's okay. And we'll talk tomorrow. Everybody have a good sleep. Good night. Good night. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press 1, then pound. You are now joining the call.
5: Talk Recorded live. In over my head, I'm advancing totalitarianism right under your noses. I am not stupid. The stupid are those who fail to see the danger that I bring. Amen. I am not failing. I'm succeeding in every goal that I have set. Now, I want you to think about that. Look what he has done. He has d- done more to destroy our military yes, sir. than any of, our, any of the other nations or countries have been able to do. Uh, look what he's doing with the judicial. He has appointed an anti-Christ communist black robe tyrants. Didn't you say over 200 federal judges he appointed? Half of the federal judges that we have out wow. there, I don't know he, he has appointed. These are not American. These are not uh, people that are patriotic Americans for God, for country, family. These are people that are for the collective, for communism. Uh, your media is abetting me. Or He goes on to say, I am ignoring your constitution. I am acting lawlessly and unconstitutionally. I am disobeying your laws. That's exactly what the unclean court in Washington, D.C. has done. They have gone totally against the, uh, the Constitution. They are not allowed... To legislate, but they're legislating. They're making laws. They're only allowed to interpret the laws, but they're, they're not, making. Pastor, they're not even allowed with this
0: border stuff. All the border agents, they, they, ICE will stop somebody, then, then they turn around and let them go again. They don't even go with the laws that are on the books today.
5: Right. That's, that's the whole point. Nation wants as many as his uh, many of, of his uh, foreign nationals. To come in here as possible. He wants as many ISIS, as many that can destroy this nation. It's his job, he was sent there to destroy America, and he has been very competent. He goes on to say, Your media is abetting me. Your Congress is not stopping me. Those sworn to defend your Constitution are not removing me. They're afraid of him. They're afraid of him. I am fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Your Constitution, liberty, freedom, wealth, future, and children are no longer at risk. The risk is past. They're already lost. And uh, you know what? This this thing is so true. Okay. We have a caller. Frosty's in the air. Frosty, you're in the air.
4: Uh, good evening,
5: Pastor. Good evening, Frosty. How are you?
4: I'm doing good. I get out of this uh, rehab center tomorrow.
5: Oh, well, Good.
4: I had called the other day, the other evening, and I had actually forgotten the reason why I had called. We got to, I was talking. I wanted to thank you and the people at the, your church and all the listeners out there for the prayers you offered for me through all of this. It's deeply appreciated.
5: Well, how are you doing right now? You had surgery, obviously, and no, uh,
4: no, they had. They, Put me on a regiment of antibodies, I had an infection in my spine.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Hi, Frosty. Hey, how you doing, Coach?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Good to hear your voice.
4: Yeah, like I said, I'm getting out of here tomorrow morning, or tomorrow afternoon, actually. I'm not quite 100% yet. So I still have a little trouble walking. But that's, I do believe, going to improve over time. And I just want to get back to my home, to my wife my church. And I just thank everybody and I thank the Lord for all that he's done for me and for all you folks for all the prayers you prayed for me through this.
5: Well, uh you know who's up here from from Texas is Mike Keenan is up here now. Uh huh. he's up here for this week and uh, I guess he would have just probably got into town tonight. Uh So he's up here. He's going. Do you know? Do you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to charge him, try him for the fourth time. They're trying to try the fourth time. They're trying to give him a fourth trial for the same crime. Wow. Oh boy. We have uh, our judicial system is 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 totally out of control, isn't
4: it? It most certainly is. But we were told this would happen. Yep, you can't you can't trust any system of man because it's based on man and man is imperfect.
5: Well said. Well, you you're not kidding, that's what I'm going to be preaching on uh honor to whom honor is due. We keep being told that we have to obey these laws and honor uh the laws of the land. No, we have to honor the laws of God. And when Amen. they keep when they keep changing the laws to be contrary uh, then we have a duty to who? To obey God, don't we?
4: Yes, indeed. Just no man gave me my life for my salvation. Only the Lord God can do that.
5: Now, uh, when something is called a bastard, what does that mean if it's called a bastard in Hebrews chapter 12? That means that it is
4: it is illegitimate. It, it's not right. It isn't proper.
5: This is what we have. The Lord Jesus said that uh, you have turned my law into doctrines of men. Turned my law. And that's exactly so what happens is we have uh, bastard law out there today, illegitimate law that's not legitimate.
0: Well, Pastor, what about in Ohio now? We're going to have this getting high, smoking dope, and frying your marbles now. to They want to pass smoking dope and make it legal.
5: Well, I know, and that's uh you know that's all we need is more potheads on the road. Uh, but you see the thing of it is is they're going to keep smoking dope because they're not going to prosecute it here. Um basically the law enforcement will told them, you know, just to to stand down and so there's two two lines of thought with that. Uh here in our uh you have what is is called the I-90 corridor, the I-90 corridor, and the drug dealers are coming in from out of Detroit through Toledo here, and they're coming into Ohio down right through our county into Warren, and uh, you've had all kinds of crime, all kinds of of murder, and everything else along the way. Uh, So on one side, if you make it legal, that will take it out of the, the hands of those criminals, and it'll uh, it'll put it more into the jurisdiction where another criminal called the government, another called the federal government, can tax it. What does uh, God say about it? Uh, well, it's called. Do you know what pharmacia is? Sorcery, right? That's what. It that's is. a sin,
0: and no one's talking about. You don't. I read the Columbus Dispatch, and Beacon Journal, the Plain Dealer. I get my hands on the Gazette. I haven't heard nothing mentioned about sin.
5: Right now, here that marijuana is a plant and it it could be used as an herb and it would possibly could have some, some medicinal purposes there when it's used that way, if it's used that way. But look, you know, these people that are telling you they have this medicinal, they're just potheads. The probably my guess is at least 90% of them are simply potheads. Amen. And so what happens with that stuff? Look, I had here, a couple of years ago, right in the studio, the head of the d e a and uh, he was tell here in Ohio and he was telling me that um, that the the marijuana that they have out there today is more than forty times more potent forty times than what it was back in in the sixties and so, what does it do? Well, look, I've had friends that that I were was in the military with in the service that got started on that stuff back in the, in those days.
0: Hey, I smoked my share of dope well, but it has a,
5: it has a long ranging effect. Listen, why do you think they call it dope? you can it's, you can sit around and it it takes your mind away. it lies
0: to you. you're feeling la la land. You don't care about nothing. You don't, no, The whole world could be catch on fire.
5: And as long as you ain't burning, you don't care because you feel so good. It destroys brain cells. Oh, you you feel so good for a little while.
0: And that's what the devil does. Next thing you know, you start getting paranoid, and it takes all your money. Then it lies to you. Then you don't want to go to work. It's nothing but a deceptive a path on the way to hell. There's nothing good smoking dope.
5: Yeah. In the beginning, and
4: it makes people very passive
5: too. Well, yeah. In the beginning, sometimes it, can, it it affects different people differently. It can increase your appetite, but at other times it totally decreases decreases it. And so what happens? These young people, young girls, will go into pro they will prostitute themselves for yep. drugs. Yeah, it's called a gateway drug. And it leads you to, you know, after a while, you don't get as high as as, as quickly as you want, so you, you take something else. Then you start mixing it with beer. Then you start whiskey. Then you start brandy. Then you start
0: snorting coke. Then you start doing up. A, it's, it, it's a never-ending cycle. So when Satan puts a hook in you, he doesn't let it go. He drives you closer and closer. And how many people before their time dying by overdosing or getting killed in a car wreck or joining gangs because they're high and they leave they leave the God of the Bible they go down a path of destruction
5: yeah well it's an interesting thing too because you mention alcohol and uh, here around the holidays how often do you see the commercials where they say uh, you come out here and partake of the spirits they refer to alcohol as partaking of the spirits, don't they? Absolutely. And you don't hear too much preaching on
0: alcohol, and you don't preach about tobacco. The same thing within your lungs. Pastor, our lungs are made for air. They weren't made for, alcohol, for tobacco and for smoking dope and crack and all. That's not what our lungs are made for. But when you start preaching this because you love people, they'll say, you're being judgmental, you're coming across holier than thou on the airways. No, our job is to warn people. We don't want them entrapped, enslaved in sin because sin is the result. What's the result of sin, Pastor?
5: Death. There you go. Wages of sin is death. And death is what? Separation from God, isn't it? Amen. In hell. Yeah, and that hell is what? Torment.
0: Never ending, lake of fire. We try to warn people because we love people. Frosty can t- I'll tell you, I can tell you, we were delivered from these things. We we had people praying for us. Pastor, you came over to the house years ago when I left, turned my back on God because of the charismatic movement. And through my mother's prayers and pastor's praying for me, I've been set free and delivered. My eyes have been opened, and I thank God so much that I'm out of the bondage. I don't need a beer to feel good. I don't need a joint to feel good. I don't have to have sex to feel like I'm somebody. I don't have to gamble to think I'm with the in crowd. I have Jesus Christ. Thank God for men and women who pray for folks.
5: Amen. Anyhow.
4: Oh, gentlemen, I wanted to mention something I found online the other day. I was on Yahoo Answers, and they have a section. On religion and spirituality, and someone had actually made the statement that as Christians, if we are so concerned sure. about the sanctity of marriage, one of the first people we need to point a finger at is—and I've forgotten the woman's name—the clerk in in Kentucky, because she had been divorced. But and yeah. I, I answered them back. I said, "This woman is a Christian. Her sins are paid for. Her sin is forgiven." Because she has received Christ as Lord and Savior.
5: Her name's Kim Davis.
4: Kim Davis.
5: I couldn't think of it at the time.
4: But so often you see this sort of thing. Well, how can you preach on such and such? How can you speak on this and that? Because you did this. You did that. Either that or they accuse us of cherry-picking the scriptures. And a poem is coming from the Old Testament that applied to the Jews had a works-based system which in itself did not save the jews who were saved people like abraham people like moses people like david were saved not because they kept the law but because they believed in their hearts that the god who spoke to them would find a way to have fellowship with them they did not necessarily know what that way would be or how it would come about but they knew that it had to be Because he was God. And that's that's why, for example, Abraham's faith was counted for righteousness' sake. Abraham knew God would find a way for there to be true fellowship between him and Abraham. He didn't need to know the, the details. He simply knew that the God that spoke to him out of the night would make that come about. It's the same covenant we make with God. When we receive Christ, we don't understand it sometimes. We never truly understand it in this life. But our, we have faith that it will come to pass if we believe. And it does, and it will.
5: Well you see that's the whole point, you know, again, remember, uh the scripture says, Be assured your sins will find you out. Well, here here's one of the things, look, um uh, before <clears throat> we're saved we're all sinners. Only sinners can be saved, okay. Mm-hmm. So when people make a statement to, like that to you, what gives you the right? Well, say, well, here it is. The fact is, only sinners can be saved. Only God forgives sin, and God has forgiven my sins because I've called upon His name as He's instructed to do. And it, it can happen to you too. See, so you don't understand that because you're not saved. You see. So here, the difference is between you and I is that I've been forgiven, and you have not. And so sometimes if you can get you know a little of this across to them and get them to listen, then you take them to the Word of God, and God's Word never, ever, ever returns void. It may not seem like that at times, but it doesn't. I've had situations where people have contacted me, where I've preached to them, and, and they've contacted me, a decade later, they haven't forgot. You see, it wasn't me; it wasn't my words. It was the words of God. Well, said. That they didn't forget. Well and, said. And they've come back to me after even ten years and said, "You know, you told me this so many years ago, and you were right." Well, it was God's word that was right.
4: And so well, that's, that's how I closed out this this thing on Yahoo Answers. I said, "If Kim Davis is a threat to anything," She is a threat to people's unbelief because someone out there may look at her situation, may look at the brave stance that she's taken, and be convicted of their sin and their unbelief. And, we, they, and they call out to God. But see, all these all these him.
5: talking heads and all these pundits you see in the media, PMS, NBC, and all of these, and that includes uh, you know Carly Fierro, who made the statement, you know, she should have obeyed the law. Okay, and Carly doesn't understand that, that she did obey the law. She was the one that was obeying the law. Amen. Okay? Um, yep. And Carly should have understood that. Now, Trump came out and said the same thing, but now he's backing away from that. Now he's thinking, well, you know, uh, because, well, obviously he's been listening to what a lot of people have been saying on it. But anyhow, uh, all of these people, the reason they don't understand it is because they're not understand is because they are not they have not been forgiven there you go they're still in their sin okay and uh, that's just the way the way it is I got an article here Louis Farrakhan stalk them and kill them Muslim leader calls for 10,000 volunteers to kill white people okay why is Louis Farrakhan not in jail why has he not been arrested and charged with inciting riots well, it's because he has access to Obama and the and the White House, like Al Sharpton, and he's totally lawless. Okay, why is he uh, not been arrested and charged with encouraging the murder of thousands of people based upon racist views? It isn't because uh, it isn't because of Barack Obama or his regime. It's because the American militia has not awakened to the constitutional duty. Because they have not been awakened, Farrakhan continues to call the outright murder of the people who have less melatonin in their skin than he does. Uh, Appearing on his Justice or Else tour at the Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C., Farrakhan said, death is sweeter than watching the slaughter, each other to to the joy of a 400-year-old enemy, death is sweet, and the Quran teaches persecution is worse than slaughter. Now let me ask you fellas something. Look, do you think that you would ever see a Muslim standing in the pulpit of the churches that I pastor preaching? Oh no. No, No. but now Muslims quite often, Farrakhan is one of them, were standing in the pulpits of Of the United Church of the Antichrist, where Barack Obama attended, and this church—they should call it a church here in uh, Washington D.C., which is an apostate, the uh, Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal. This is an apostate church, an apostate church. See, the Bible says, "Light can have how much fellowship with darkness? None." So you would have this. Why? What is it? See these, these United Church of the Antichrist, these World and National Council of Churches—they are simply
0: hotbed.